Welcome back to the podcast. We're thinking about the third, <clears throat> the third uh, message or idea in this in this run of four I'm doing this week. And you know, the first one um, was refuge. David seeking refuge at Adullam and gathering a band of individuals that would follow him. And he became refuge for them, and they became refuge for him. Together, it led to the second thing, which was the rise. Together with his band and Bonhoeffer with the Confessing Church, both rose to become the person and to do the work that God had asked them, called them, led them to do in their lives. David becomes fit for the kingdom. Bonhoeffer leads the Confessing Church to the terror of Nazi Germany. The third, the third thing we're looking at this week is this idea of respond. So we take refuge, we rise to the occasion when the time comes, and then then we have to respond. And that response is to calling. Typically when we think about calling, we think about um, specific things God's asking us to do with our lives. We think about um, some job we're supposed to have or something like that. This, This really specific task or career or something I was made for that I have to go and do. And that's fine, but I want to back out of that really specific and narrow look and I want to look at a couple of things that are universal to all of us who follow Christ and so first we are called to follow Christ that's the first and most basic layer to any of this conversation when we talk about calling Jesus calls us to carry our cross to follow him and so we are called to to follow Jesus and that is a real calling it's a way of life. It, it, it's a consistent in front of us. This is the way we go and how we walk and who we are and what we need to do or be about or that kind of thing. And so we have to consider that our uh, first and primary calling is to follow Christ. Second, uh, our calling is to make disciples to teach people everything Jesus taught to baptize them to bring them in to the same calling we have of following Christ and so we are called as Christians to follow Jesus Christ and we are called as Christians to follow Jesus Christ and lead others to follow Jesus Christ So in some sense, there's this universal calling on all of us. And that calling is to know and follow Jesus Christ, to live like Jesus and to lead other people into knowing, following, and living like Jesus. This is what it is to be a Christian in a really basic sense. Know and follow Jesus. Live like Jesus, Romans chapter 8, being remade. into the image of the sun. 
knowing and living, but then leading others into knowing and living like Jesus. But then there are specific things at specific moments that we need to do. And I think the trap of the sort of mysterious life calling of what I have to do and who I have to become and the one person I'm going to marry and, and, and that kind of thing, they, they get pressurized because we, we focus them in so tightly on this idea of calling. I'm called to do this with my life and, and it becomes this thing that's so big, it becomes so full of pressure that we get paralyzed and terrified to get it wrong. When I think calling really just sort of comes about as we get obedient and we respond to what God is asking us to do when he's asking us to do it. The example I'll give for this is Moses. When we look at Moses in chapters 3 and 4 and he's having conversation with God at the burning bush and God says, look, I need you to go to Egypt and lead my people, confront Pharaoh. And Moses gives him five no's. He tells him no five times. And on the fifth one, God gets angry. And his response to Moses, his, his getting angry or frustrated is, okay, fine, I'll send you Aaron and he'll speak on your behalf. Moses' response to God in chapters 3 and 4 of Exodus, not good. He's more running away from what God's asking him to do in that moment than he is responding with obedience and stepping into what God wants him to do in that moment. Calling. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's actually rather simple. The way we respond when God asks us to step in to do something, to live like Jesus, to lead like Jesus, to follow Jesus. We're either being obedient and stepping into our calling, or we're running away from it like Moses, the burning bush. Fast forward through the plagues and the crossing of the Red Sea and <clears throat> Israel's camped at Sinai and in chapter 32, <clears throat> of Exodus, the, the Israelites have made golden calf and they're worshiping it and it's causing a problem and God tells Moses that he's going to wipe out the Israelites, he's going to start over with Moses. And Moses responds, he doesn't run from this one, he steps into it and he says, hang on God, that's a bad look, that's not going to go well for your reputation, Egypt and the other nations are going to sort of make a mockery of you if, if you just go ahead and do that. Don't do that. Be gracious and forgive. Be gracious and forgive. He goes down, he confronts the Israelites, he comes back up to God and having a second conversation with God, Moses has realized just how serious the golden calf issue has been and, and he goes to God and he says, please forgive their sin, but if you won't, I'll be their substitute. You blot me out of your book and start fresh with them. This is a different Moses than there was at the burning bush. At the burning bush, Moses is doing everything he can to avoid stepping into something 
obedient and in line with this call to be the leader and deliverer he's been asked to be by God. But in chapter 32, he's stepped full on in to that leader and deliverer. God said, I'm going to start over with you. I'm going to get rid of the Israelites. And Moses speaks up and said, wait, 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 you asked me to lead this people. Taking them away now isn't in keeping who you are. This is not what you promised. You told Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, you'd bring the multitude of their descendants into this land. And, and I trust you to fulfill that promise. Moses is now in a different position. He's become, through his obedience, through his response to God throughout the plagues, he's become a man who can stand and respond and say, hey, wait a minute. God, let's talk about this. God, let's, let's do this together. Let's work on this together. But when we saw Moses in chapter three and four of the book of Exodus, he didn't want any part of it. He was trying to run away from it. So we take our refuge in the Lord, like David did. And God often brings us a group and we become their refuge and they become our refuge and together we we stand up and we rise to the occasion and we begin to understand and realize what's necessary and as a community we grow into what the church is supposed to become but then there are going to be moments where it's time for us to respond to specific moments, to a specific task, to a specific thing where God is asking us to be obedient and to step in to something he needs us to do. And in that moment, our response says a lot. Moses' response to God in the burning bush was to run from the call to deliver the Israelites. But Moses' response in chapters 32, chapter 32 of the book of Exodus is to say, God, be gracious, be good. You asked us to come out here. You promised us these things. You told me to lead this people. Now don't leave us alone. Stay with us. Fulfill your promises. He's a different man in chapter 32. As they prepare to move on to the next phase of their wandering in the wilderness, Moses is uh, spending some time with the Lord. And in chapter 33, verse 13, Moses is, um, he's kind of got a little prayer in there. And, and he's asking and seeking from the Lord help as the people of Israel get ready to, to move on to the next phase of their their journey and it's it's a it's so in keeping with this sort of new page for Moses but here's here's what he says in, in verse 13 he says now therefore if I found favor in your sight show me your ways please that I may know you in order to find favor 
in your sight. Please show me your ways that I may know you. Please show me your ways that I may know you. I think that's my prayer as we step into 2022. God, please show me your ways that I might know you. As I think about my response to the daily call to follow Jesus, to live like Jesus, to lead like Jesus. My prayer is, okay, God, show me your ways so that I might know you and find favor in your sight. I think that's the heartbeat, and I think that's the challenge. How will you respond this year? It's up to you, but my prayer is that we seek God's ways and we respond as we remember that our calling is to follow Jesus, to live like Jesus, to lead like Jesus. Have a good day, guys. I appreciate your listening.